Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, John. Hi, Chris. Sean's not here. I know. Wait, do you hear that? Beautiful silence. Oh, man. Hey, man, I I kind of already miss him, but there's one thing I'm not going to miss. What's that? The incessant difficulty it will be to figure out what we're going to eat tonight. Where are we going? Chipotle. Okay. <laughs> That's fine by me. You know that. Um. Yeah, yeah. There's always a great debate. But Sean knows what the choices are, it's like but talking, Sean doesn't it's, want to it's know like, what it's the It's like getting are. my wife to figure out what Your to wife. Eat. Yeah, exactly. See? Look at that. Still Other than it. that, gosh, you've seen the pictures on Facebook. He's having a loads of fun, even though I haven't seen him as much. As Bobby Joe and the thing I want to know is I shouldn't like, have said that I want to know like whenever you see him and I only see him with this kind of when he's at Disney like you know he can be do doing an outdoor DJ set he doesn't do this but like whenever he's at Disney and this every year mm-hmm. every year I've seen this he's always got like one of those floppy freaking hats on you know yeah, yeah yeah like and I want to know where that started and why it's only Disney where that comes out I noticed you, know? you said every year. Yeah, they go every year. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. Because I've seen those families when I go to Disney mm-hmm. that have T-shirts. The whole family has T-shirts. It's like it's like the Haywood family vacation 2017 oh, my, uh, Disney. My mom used to have a person that worked for her. Uh, like, they were to the point where, you know how on the Florida Turnpike they have the, uh, you know, like the sundial thing so you don't have to pay the tolls or whatever. You just drive through. Uh. He had one of those because he goes down <laughs> like with his family, you know, even though it's like it's about a six hour drive from here. Yeah. Uh, he, he would go down with his family at least three, four times a year. And Amazing. he said it would pay for itself every time. Amazing. Yep. Uh, besides that, though. But have fun, Sean. We love you. We miss you. Chris Love is inching towards 90. He really wants to be level 90 because then he can put Isaiah Thomas on the bench where he belongs. NBA 2K. Yes. Gotcha. I'm very close. I'm like 85% of the second or third level of upgrades on the uh, 89 overall. I should never be surprised, Mm -hmm. but I always am at the level and the time you put into this game every year. For sure. I just like, I'm like. And I'm not even like. You know, I would consider myself like the hardcore, you know, the hardcore people are the ones who I was like this. I was watching a video earlier today where the guy was like, you know, you can get to 99 in like 30 days. If uh, once you get to 90, if you just, you know, do this method of playing like 10 minute or 10 games a day of 12 full minute quarters, which is about an hour long. So 10 hours a day you're playing this and then then just do this training on the side to get another 5000 K. And I'm, he's like, just do that for 30 days. So I'm like, so you're saying I got to play 300 games. That's 300 hours right there in 30 days. And he's like, no, then you'll be 99. I'm just like, who, who does that? I don't, I, I've kind of like looked at it after I was looking at a post today. I don't think I'll make it to 99, mm-hmm. but I definitely want to get it to, I think like 94, 95 is is doable okay. and i'd be fine with that because it kind of gives me all the freedom i want well speaking of that level of commitment i'm mm-hmm. i'm finally back into this is the third time i've been back into breath of the wild oh are you gonna beat it <laughs> we'll see 
I'm trying to. I, I, I broke out the the, the strategy guide, the, the, and it came, it came with this map that laid out all the um, shrines. Yeah. So I'm trying to hit all the shrines. I'm trying to get the. Which I found a really awesome fan theory on this, as far as timeline goes. When you beat all the shrines, you get the the Link costume, quote yeah. unquote. And the idea is that in certain games, um, you, the the tip, uh, the edge, <laughs> the edge of the hat is yellow instead of completely green, like in yeah, Link, to the, I, I know. Link in yeah. the Past. And this one, when you get this particular outfit by completing all the shrines, you get that style mm. uh, garb. So that's your only motivation. At this hey, point. man, you're uh, like <laughs> screw this narrative. But this is a ten out of ten greatest game of I, all time. I mean, it's 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 a phenomenal game, but it always bothered me that I'm not running around in the green tunic now That's you can true. i mean i've got uh i just i did uh toon link i i put toon link into the game not into mm. the game but i activated the amiibo and you can do it once a day it drops chests yeah, yeah and every so often it'll drop like yesterday it the chest dropped and i got i got um wind waker links hat cool if i do it in a couple of days maybe I'll get the tunic. I don't know, but it's like, God, why can't you just give it to me? Just yeah. Give it to me. Or just like, yeah, let you do the things to earn it. Yeah. But you saw Deadpool. And you saw Deadpool. That's the rumor. Yeah. You I, liked it? I liked it a good bit. Um, now, when you said what you said, were you yeah. trolling or did you mean it? No, I meant it. I mean, um, so John is alluding to, <laughs> because you guys don't know this, uh, I may have, after I saw the movie, got on to Facebook and said I enjoyed Deadpool 2 more than I enjoyed Infinity War. And I mean it. I mean, like, that doesn't mean, like, I think Deadpool 2 is a masterpiece or anything or that right. I think Infinity War is a, you know, just trash. I think they're both good movies. They both have issues. I just personally personally enjoyed my two hours with Deadpool a lot more than I enjoyed my two hours or two and a half hours, almost three hours, right, with mm-hmm. uh, Infinity War. Um, yeah, I, I, I've always loved that character. I think they do it well. I know they've said they're likely not going to do another one, and I think that's really? probably, yeah, like if they're going to do anything, they're going to probably do an X-Force movie is what they're saying. And I, I have to say especially with the way it ends and what they did with the end credits there. I'm fine with that. And it probably was a good idea. Cause I kind of like, I do ask myself, I'm like, when do you hit the wall with this? Like, when does it become, okay, we've been here, you know, we've, they can't we've do an X force. They, <laughs> uh, no, of, no, 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 they got, they, things happen. I don't know. I mean, you can always do an X force. She's, you know, it's like the Ro- X-Men. It's like Rob Layfield's, um, Thing? creation i think i have the first issue of x-force yeah. and i think i'm not certain but i think that was the first appearance of deadpool mm-hmm. and he was not a member of the team and he was not as i recall he was not comical and zany like that aspect of the character came, came in eventually later. yeah but um yeah i need to go back and look at it see but, but mean, I would recommend I it. It was it was it was a fun time. This is the. It's a shame you say there's not going to be a third one because this is kind of the part that Ryan Reynolds, in a way, was born to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you he's look at him and it. he's Deadpool. I mean, there's no there's no other guy I can think of that could play the part. You don't want to be you know you don't want to be overly known. He probably doesn't want to be known as the character, but probably more so than Green Lantern. Yeah, if you have <laughs> if you have high tolerance, I mean, it's the occasional. 
every once in a while, the reason these these movies work so well is occasionally it's refreshing to see the irreverence of a superhero movie. Sure. It's a movie that completely makes fun of everything. Yeah. And fixes a lot of things. Yeah, it really That's does. It. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just like, like it didn't feel like a full rehash of the first movie. Um, and once it got to its point, and I actually had to give credit, like it's end there. I was like, I thought it hit, really hit the right note and used uh, used a great pop culture reference. Like I knew what it was as soon as it was. And then when I saw what they did with the scene itself, I was like, oh, well, that's just even more perfect. Is there something after the credits? Um, like at the very there's end? the no there's just stuff during so. the credits okay. and this wasn't during the credits this is like one well, time about like the end of the movie type stuff yeah. uh, as far as like the emotional mm. you know resolution <laughs> that occurs and I was like that's really good like as soon as I you know I'm a big music guy as soon as I started hearing the chords I knew what that was because I had seen that like that was a big deal last year mm-hmm. when that version of that song came out. So I was like, I knew what it was. And I was like, wait a minute, are they about to do this? And then I'm like, yes, they are about to do this. This is great. <laughs> what is cool double entendre? Um, boy update. I have to say this. We, uh, we put the boy on spot last week because, uh, he had not beat God of War, even though we had all beat God of War. Who's, who are we talking about? Jeff's the boy. Oh, we, yeah. We, we decide until he beat the game. Tell he me more. Boy. Boy. He, is, he is no longer a boy. He has finally manned up and beat the game. He okay. has seen credits. So I like to think we had something to do with that. I have no idea. <laughs> I checked on him with it a couple weeks ago, and he was like, uh, I, I mean, from what I, from, I mean, he would he say I'm not nearly halfway, mm-hmm. not even halfway through it, but every night I'd see him playing Fortnite. Correct. I'm like, gosh. Yeah, once that new season comes out. It's kind of like a destiny type thing. Yeah, now it's so. like all the people are hardcore into it. That's what they're going to do. I know that's all what that's all Aiden wants to do. Yeah, yeah. I need to get and see if he's going to get the game that's coming out tomorrow. Because I know he's that Detroit. No, no, that's next week. Tomorrow's. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. I feel like I read something about it. Well, you read wrong. Maybe I did. Yeah. What, what's coming out tomorrow? Tomorrow's Day of the K. Um, well, I'm getting it. I mean, oh, okay. I think. Right. I mean, it's we can play it's together, free, right? I mean, yeah, if you got Game Pass, mm-hmm. it's yeah, then it's on there. Did you keep your subscription this whole entire time? Yeah, I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it is. It's like eh, speaking well, of which, it. I got to cancel YouTube Red. Oh yeah, make sure. God, <laughs> that's gonna get me. That's fourteen bucks a month. Really? I think so. Fourteen bucks for that? I think so. What do they have that's so great? Nothing. Nothing that I can think of. God, I could you be know, wrong. Like, I could be wrong. I don't want. I don't want. YouTube you know what's us. like really weird is the basic subscription for Hulu is like seven bucks, and yeah. I feel like no one thinks about that. And Hulu has so many great things. Plus, you can add HBO for yes. which I think I'm going to do. You can add HBO for like ten bucks. Correct. It's very very cheap. It's like and everyone's like, "Boo, that's commercials." And I'm like, "They're sixty to ninety yeah. seconds." And you can pay a little bit more and not have commercials. I think. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to pay Netflix prices, mm-hmm. then you don't have commercials. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I was looking on there. I mean, just going through the network stuff, um, you can watch the first two seasons of Land. You can watch all of Fargo on there. You can watch every South Park. You can watch um, all of Community. I mean, just like there, well, there is. 
a plethora of things like well, the where only- they have the full series. And then on top of that, of course, yes, if you're willing to be active, it can act as a DVDR service for you and you can watch a number of things as they go throughout the well, season. Well, the only downside to Hulu is if you have average to bad internet, mm-hmm. uh, like yourself, it, it can make you really mad because this stuff, Hulu doesn't, doesn't buffer down, yeah. like get pixely. Like no. Netflix does, Netflix adjusts to your internet speed. It says, "Oh, you suck." If it, with Hulu, it just completely stops and starts spinning. It'll mm. pick up in a couple of days. But <laughs> I'm sorry, John. I don't live in 1998 anymore. I swear, man. I live in the future. But yeah, I, I love, I love, I love Hulu. But hey, I just yeah. realized as we're talking, uh-huh. without Sean, we sound more NPRish. We are. We're very <laughs> NPR when it's just us two. Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm your host, Dan. <laughs> well, those guys are funnier than we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone's funnier than us. Ah, deprecation. Sorry, guys. Um, besides that, though, I don't know. I don't think there was too much else this week. I know we're coming up on the end of the Americans, and I'm getting hyped for that. Oh, no. I've never seen uh, it. And Westworld is uh, just moseying along. And Is it still good this year? Oh, yeah. They... Uh, they went to a different place last night. It was very Japanese, and I won't say much more. Oh, but yeah. like the show, what I've loved about it is it uses music and it reimagines it to mm-hmm. to the world. Like so, you know, like I'll be listening to an old timey Western version of Radiohead. Right. Uh, last night, I think they kind of hit the meta, and I didn't realize what it was at first. And then I kept listening. I was like, "That's Cream by Wu Tang Clan," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you." Uh, so that made me very, very happy. But um, you want to do this topic? I suppose. Okay. Do we have anything to talk about? Uh, we're just going to kind of wing it. All right. All right. We're good at winging it. Yeah, let's do it. NPR. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is E3 predictions. Oh shoot! Yeah, really? Yeah, you should probably. Let me we, hold on. Let me write this. Let me write something down real quick. You good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Uh, okay, you're good now. Yeah. You thought about it? I did. So yeah, uh, E3 is fast approaching. And you're like, what? But it's not next week. And you're like, yeah, that's right. But next week, we want to be really nice to you and talk about a game that apparently everyone's trashing. And the week after that, we might talk about another game that's also potentially going to get trashed if it's like the last one. Or it will be highly praised, like the one that was done before by that studio. We don't know yet. <laughs> David Cage is freaking a lunatic. But, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, the week after that, by the time all that's done, it'll be time for E3. And why would we predict it when it's happening when we can just wait and then recap it for you and, and talk about what we liked, mm-hmm. you know, when it's all re- said and done? And Penny, she's got her toy because screw you, Penny. So one of these games comes out tomorrow. Yes. One of them comes out Friday. I think it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah. Somewhere in there. <clears throat> so that gives you guys a good time. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I'll be at the beach this weekend. Oh, yeah. Me and Mikey, just you and him. Just I love. <laughs> I wish. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> right. I'm so lost with her. <laughs> All right. Oh, can I say by the way? Also, Deadpool. That use of nine to five was perfect. Really? I don't remember that. It was at the very beginning. 
when he goes on his like montage oh, spree. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was yes. like, as soon as I heard the piano, I was like, ah, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly. <laughs> it just works. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, E3 predictions for those who don't know. E3 starts as far as... Um, Second week of June? Yeah, it is, I believe, on June 9th. My birthday. Hey, look at that. Um, is when the EA, you know, thing that's not technically E3, but yep. is still really, a, you know, <laughs> we all know it's theirs. Yes. It's their press conference. Mm-hmm. That'll be on that uh, Saturday. I think there might be some stupid little thing that's in the evening um, from some studio that really isn't that big. And but then Bethesda always does Sunday night. Yeah, well... Microsoft will be Sunday afternoon. Oh. And then, yeah, the second year they've done this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then Bethesda is like <clears throat> Sunday at like 10 o'clock or something like that. Monday, I believe, <clears throat> I can't remember what's in the morning, but then like there's the PC gaming showcase, and then in the afternoon at some point is Ubisoft, and then wrapping up Monday night, the big headliner, of course, is Sony. Um, and then the only thing for Tuesday, I believe at 9 a.m. Eastern, is the uh, Nintendo Direct for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You sure that's Nintendo. not? No, I thought that was noon, but maybe maybe it's details. nine a, maybe it's nine a.m. Pacific. I can't remember yeah, details. Yeah, no big deal. Um, but yeah, we thought John and I we we went into our separate thinking areas, put thinking caps on, grew some thinking beards. Um, I don't know how many times I can say thinking. Um, And we each decided to bring five ideas uh, as far as what we think may or may happen. Did you do five or a little more? I did one extra, and I'll I'll start this off because I just feel like this has to be predicted because we know it's going to happen, okay? Let me see. It's going to happen. two. Did you count? Three, Can you count? I need to. I need your permission to some, for something. Oh, can I give kind of a? I have a sixth one. It's no okay. big deal. Can I just roll up a few into like a? You do whatever you want. All right. Okay. Okay. Look, this is the one prediction I think we can all agree is going to happen. All right. No matter what, because Hit it always it. happens. About two hours before the start of Microsoft's press conference, the whole entire freaking thing's going to leak online with all the spoilers on Reddit. <laughs> I, I can bet you money on that right I now. I think Phil does it. I think, I think what it, happens... I think Phil just goes, click. You know, and actually... <laughs> we I, are outraged by I think this. what happens with that is, you know, and you know this because we do a, an event every year for our, yep. uh, for our company that's like kind of a big employee event. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you have to do stuff like that is usually when you, especially when you have um, executives who you're going to put in front of cameras and yep. microphones, they want to practice it. So you, you do walkthroughs and everything. And I'm guessing whatever it is, maybe, maybe it was where they were. There's or some it's tech just the guy. Way, yeah, there's, there's some audio guy or light guy. Yeah. Something. I, I mean, I, and I'm sure Sony does it too, but obviously Sony must be doing things to keep, their big secrets a little bit more hidden. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Microsoft just doesn't care enough. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but hopefully they adjust it because I really would like to go in there one year. I like being like, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But the last four or five years, I mean, it just, I kind of want to tell myself it's a lie whenever I see it every time, but then like <laughs> it's so within good. 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah, within 20 minutes, you know, like, oh, it's true. 
Yeah. You know, because you just start to see all this stuff roll out. Mm-hmm. Like I remember last year it was, yep, it's going to be four ninety nine. It's coming out on this date and all this stuff, you know, uh, for uh, for Xbox One X. And <laughs> what, what, what are you crossing off, John? I'm not crossing anything off. Uh-huh. I just think that was just reminded of a, something I just obnoxious. I said a price and you just went, <gasps> all right. Um, you want to kick it off? Do I? Okay, go. I will kick it off. All right. I think this one, I'm going to start off uh, small. Okay. I think this is, uh, as far as an, as far as a prediction goes, this is probably the most obvious. Solid. I think so. Because it's kind of been hinted at anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding the game, this will be at Bethesda's conference, the game Prey. I think Ooh. I think we'll be getting um, an announcement for some DLC, not Ooh. just DLC, but kind of an expansion to the in the in the in the way uh, Dishonored Two got like Death of the Outsider. DLC. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be kind of a separate standalone. It'll be similar to the vein of Death of the Outsider for Dishonored Two. Hmm. I think that'll be announced for a fall release, probably September, because it doesn't really want to. It wants to stay out of the way from from all the other stuff because obviously Prey did not sell. Gangbusters. I feel like it wants to stay out of the way of everything else that's now in September and October because they're running from something. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe August. I, you know, as I think yeah. about it, um, I feel like Dishonored Death of the Outsider, you know what? No. I think that was spring or something or No, it was winter. Um, I feel like it came out It was winter. like in December, if I recall. It was like late November. I think or, so? Or, yeah, I thought it was. Maybe, or no, no, no. It was October. That's okay. right. Because you did that. And I skipped it because, like, there was so many other things yeah. that were out that I felt like I had to cover for the show. Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, I love Dishonored. And I was like, John, but, you know, stuff. And you were like, I don't like NBA 2K. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> But the world, the world needs this. The world needs it? I thought Prey was a phenomenal game. Man. I, I would. I, I know. I get yeah. it. But I would just, I would just um, cream myself if this, was, if this was real. Cash rolls everything around, John. <laughs> So what you got? That's um, number one for me. That my first one I'm going to kick off. I think this is probably obvious, and I'm not I kind of put this on the bottom because it, there's not much in it. But Anthem, hey, I think Anthem will be get like you know, last year kind of seemed like more like a cinematic thing, right? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, think it was a demo. I saw it was kind of, but I don't think that's like a real logistic. I think we'll have a more in tune, like actually seeing the systems and all that kind of stuff demo. It yeah. either I'm not sure. I would predict <clears throat> probably both, but definitely EAs, but also probably also Microsoft's um, press conference because Bioware and Microsoft are like this. EA sure. and Microsoft are like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that will be it, and I also think they're going to go ahead and reveal that. They will be releasing March 2019. Ooh. I would say probably like the second or third week because that's usually when they aim for. But I think that's when they're going to be putting out there. And I think like you know they're going to detail a lot of things out this year. Do you really think it's that close? Yeah, like it's that. I think it's so. that complete. I mean, that's what the core team for Bioware has been working on for like the last three or four years. Okay. So that's why that's why it was this other bio this our this new studio that you know kind of dropped the ball so badly with uh, Mass isn't Effect that, Andromeda. Isn't that where Andromeda dropped somewhere around March? Is that where it dropped? Yes. Yeah. And for the most part, just about all Bioware's games outside of maybe a couple of the Dragon Ages usually mm-hmm. drop first quarter. 
okay. of of the year. So, I see. Yeah, I think I think it's a likely bet. They've already said it's that's what their target is first quarter, but I just think March makes the most sense for them. Okay. All right. So, prediction number two. Mm. This one, um, and by the way, shout out to our our buddy Andrew. He mm. he messaged me last night and said, "Don't forget to mention stuff about Kingdom Hearts." Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Andrew. That's in the news. Don't worry. But for as far as a prediction goes, um, <laughs> and this one is, I really, I literally pulled this one out of my rear. Can you smell it? Mm. Um, this one the involves rock. Kingdom Hearts. Oh. And it will be announced that it will feature either Star Wars characters, Marvel characters, or both. And that is my prediction. That could happen. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, I don't know what kind of relationship Disney has with Square Enix as far as, you know, whether they just want them to use, here's, here's your characters, here's what you can use. Mm-hmm. Or if Disney's been more involved with, hey, we, we've got franchises here. We want you to bring out the big the big guns, but well, that would be my prediction. I don't know how likely it is, but I like it, and I'm sticking with it. Well, I know once you know, like this one, uh, there's stuff from Pixar in it because you know back when they did the other ones, Pixar was technically its own company. It just was partnered yeah, with Disney as yeah. far as distribution. Versus now, it's owned by Disney. Um, so. I think Jeez, you know pretty much ago. when Disney was it buy, that long ago? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Square Enix is not known for their uh, ability to turn around things in short succession. Okay. Um, but except for Team Raider, yeah, right. But that's not really them. <laughs> I mean, for being honest. Uh, but I think it could happen because usually Disney, when they own something, yeah, they want it out there as much the only reason i could see maybe star wars isn't in there is because of the deal that they have with ea that would be the only thing i could see it holding up but Mm -hmm. definitely with marvel i mean unless marvel just has like kind of like the way blizzard does with the activision like where yes they're a part of it but they have control of their entities of what they can do with them not to mention the fact but i think it was square i could be wrong but i thought it was square enix that earlier last year announced the Marvel MMO was that Square yeah, Enix? They had something. Something I can't to do remember with the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I can't remember. I do, I do remember they announced something apart, or was it Guardian? <clears throat> no, <clears throat> I can't remember. I don't know, but I just would predict that game gets delayed to twenty twenty five, and will come out on PlayStation Six because <laughs> <laughs> that's how these games work. Number um, two. <clears throat> my next one is as a, I don't know if you know this, John. Uh, Ubisoft has said, in addition to the crew and the Division 2, which are uh, and beyond uh, Good and Evil 2. I keep forgetting about that one. Yeah. Those are confirmed to be there. You know, they're all going to be there and big, like, because I think they've already said, hey, Division 2 is coming in 2019 and all that kind of stuff. They've been kind of revealing. They've also said there will be another AAA title they have not yet revealed coming. Get ready for Assassin's Creed Origins 2. <laughs> no. I think I think the AAA title they are talking about will be a reboot of the Splinter Cell franchise. Oh, you went. With, watch it, I went specific on this one. <laughs> uh, with a November 13th, 2018 release. Because I think that makes sense to me. Like, 
it's kind of the sweet spot where it's about three weeks out after Red Dead. And now that you know all these big wigs are going before Red Dead, like it's not a bad place to put a game like that. It was right? prior to Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also predict there will not be. Where'd she get that? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I also predict there will be no mention of Assassin's Creed this year, but there will definitely be a Kotaku story within the next year that leaks all the details <laughs> accurately about the game. Uh, I'm sure you'll disagree that that's accurate, and then and then we'll slowly accept that's true. Though I think that might have already happened, right? Because aren't they saying it's like the rumor right now now is Greece, which kind of makes sense because. Greece was I don't know if I, I don't remember that. Yeah. It wasn't in the show notes, so it didn't happen. Um, so that's one prediction? That is one of my predictions. All yes. right. So so you're talking about not only Splinter Cell, correct, but a reboot of the series. Basically, yeah. I mean, I think you could just go out there and say, here is Splinter Cell. You know, I don't think people are so attached to the character or anything that works, but <clears throat> if you could pull. I mean, especially, like, think of, like, if they did Splinter Cell, but did, like, kind of, like, how Metal Gear Solid Five, what that did for that franchise as far as uh, stealth games. Like, mm-hmm. imagine you did something like that where it's like, okay, you know, Ubisoft, we're all about open worlds. Well, here it is, finally, instead of, like, doing what they've kind of done, which are these really tightly designed levels and missions you go through and you just jump out of your airplane every time. It's like, no, no, no. Now we're going to do Splinter Cell, but it's going to be an open world, you know, an open map that you go off and have to do your espionage and you can approach it however you want. I think that would be something that's cool and really different for um, Ubisoft library because, you know, obviously they've got a semi-stealth game in... Um, Watch it. <laughs> a semi-stealth <laughs> game in, in what you call it, in... Uh, <clears throat> Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and you know, I went and a little bit of a tactical thing in, in Ghost Recon, but neither one of them I think pushes it like kinda to the extreme. Like to me, Splinter Cell is a lot closer to uh classic like Thief and really uh of all things like Hitman. You right. know, where it's like, look, you know, these things are designed to push you and challenge you as far as how you do, you know, and interact with your environment. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope so. I'm, I'm really just banking on this Walmart leak being true <laughs> for this, uh, <laughs> this Walmart leak on the other hand, I mean, cause like you have to think like, I don't see beyond good and evil being this fall. Really? I, I definitely think it's coming in the next year, but I don't think they would release that game in the fall. Yeah. I don't think it would sell in the I, fall. And I just can't see them. I can't see them turning their back on this whole entire idea of like they just learned a lesson like, hey, if we take our time with freaking Assassin's Creed and really build it up, people really enjoy it as opposed to just churning something out that's on a formula. Why would you go back to that right away outside of I mean, yeah, sure, they need money, but you just survive this whole entire takeover. Like, go do creative stuff again. Go be Ubisoft. And this would be cool to me because we haven't had a game like that in a while. Bam, wow. I want this for you. I want it for you. All right, let's see. So that was number two. Now we're on to number three. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know what to say because I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think what you might have on your list. <laughs> I thought we talked about we were going to talk in advance about what we were on there to yeah. make sure we weren't repeating, but eh, it is what it is. 
I got back. I've got backups. Hey, if you I've say something that I have on there, I will simply come up and and give you my okay. thoughts. Okay. All right. Um, I'll do. I'll, I guess I'll do another softball. Okay. Uh, well, shoot. Man, what the heck? Obviously, they're going to talk about the Last of Us Part Two. I think they're going to give us a release date of the fall. That could happen. That could be in November. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. What was it? They skipped. I think they skipped Last of Us at E three last year, like completely. They didn't show it. Yeah, I think they, they showed it the year before with that. With that, that teaser. That teaser with. Um, What's her face playing the guitar? Ellie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite game. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, yeah, they did what? They did that, and then they did the PlayStation experience. They had the bigger kind of more look at it. Yeah, they're going to do a big action reveal, kind of like the controversial reveal they did with the original Last of Us, where the you didn't the say final right. controversy reveal. The controversy reveal <laughs> with uh, I mean, the final shot of that reveal for the first game was was um, Joel close-up shotgun blast to somebody's face yeah. and then the logo comes up That's and awesome. then a release uh then they'll do a release date november is i mean makes sense to me um do you although think the, the game sold very well but it was at the time it was re- well. released immediately after e3 in june yeah i think maybe you they'll are- do maybe they'll still do that but i just i think they're going for a holiday release it makes sense, um, especially because you think they have Spider-Man. So if you can put Spider-Man out mm-hmm. in September and then say, like, like that drops in November, it's like you've got a one-two combo for the fall. You're good to go. Um, and shoot, when you couple that, if they did that, if it's ready to go, and you it's say, if you say in this year, if you own a PlayStation, you got Monster Hunter... <laughs> Nino Cooney, God of War, <laughs> Spider Man, and man, they're just dominating, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and Last of Us Two. That's that's about as good a year of exclusives of, as I've heard. I don't know. Maybe it's overkill, but I think people are just people re- are like nope. people are ready to, for, for this game to come out. Um, yeah. Bec- and and they just I think they're going to shoot for it. Now whether they you know they could announce it and then delay it. <laughs> <laughs> that could Which definitely is probably happen. Probably something they've already talked about in a board meeting. Like, I okay, mean, we'll announce the date, but we're going to delay it. You know, Naughty Dog will delay anything that they're not ready to put out. Yeah, they're pretentious like that. Mm-hmm. They're what? like, they're what? Like, they're like, oh, really? And then just like, go <laughs> here's and show our the, game yeah. of the year awards. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're doing something right. Well, speaking of Sony, yeah, what's your number three? Death Stranding. Oh, yeah. Will get its gameplay reveal. Finally, that's we'll a, actually that's see what order. this game looks like. It's about that time too. No, um, no, it's about time for Kojima to completely scrap what he's done, and then go back to the drawing board. Uh, <laughs> it will get its gameplay reveal with a 2019 release window. John will complain the demo is too long and that he would rather see Days Gone. <laughs> that's accurate. Hashtag truth. I mean, it's about that time because this is what he usually does is like you have those couple of years where just at various events, he's just showing these really weird without any conjecture uh, short films, basically, you know, kind of trailer, but really short films yeah. <laughs> uh, with weird ideas and themes and all that. And then finally, 
he always pull eventually pulls back and says, okay, here's like a five to ten minute demo of this game. And then... Careful where she is. You don't want to wheel backwards. Uh, um, you know, here's five, ten minutes of this. And, and usually that's when you go, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is what he's doing. Okay, that's really cool in it itself. So it seems like it's about time, even though... I definitely don't think that game's coming out this year. No, of course not. It may not even come out next year. I just think they'll say it's coming out in 2019. I tell you, the, um, the, I wouldn't call it, and it wasn't a gameplay. It was a cinematic trailer, but it was a long cinematic trailer at the Game Awards. Yeah. The more I see of the game, the more I, the more it's sucking me in or, you know, drawing me in. I'm, I'm very interested. You don't know what the heck he's trying to do. Exactly. But it's so visceral and so cerebral. Man, he just, it's like, what are you doing? You're creeping me out, but at the same time, you're you are really intriguing me. So You're going to be really pissed when this just turns out to be Metal Gear 6 because they bought it from <laughs> Konami. <laughs> that would be perfect, but oh, you never man, know. That's called a long con. Right. <clears throat> All right, so that was number three for you. Correct. I think this is going to be a short episode, which I'm fine with. We we haven't had a short one in a while. Been a while. All right, so I might I might hold off on. There's two of these. I think you've okay. So you know what? We'll Mm -hmm. see what happens. At Bethesda's conference, Mm. you're going to get an announcement. Okay. For Elder Scrolls. Oh. And it's coming out this fall. That could always happen. And the reason I say if they announce it, mm. it's sort of his MO to yeah. say it's coming out this it's fall. It's coming within five months of so, the day. I think it's coming. I, I think I think it's time. It feels time. It feels so good. I like to believe it, but at the same time, it's while... Gonna, it's going to be called Skyrim 2. Skyrim I don't like that. <laughs> um, I want to believe that, but at the same time, just knowing the history of how they work... <laughs> Usually there's a buildup, like, you know, where... I don't remember getting anything but rumors for Fallout Well, I mean, like, yeah, there's leaks, there's all these things. Like, you know, we had tons of leaks on Fallout 4 before it came. And then they had a a, a promotional buildup before they actually revealed it. We haven't gotten any of that right now, so that's, like, the one thing. And before, like, you saw, like, even with Fallout 4, they kind of did a thing where, even though the main reveal of everything was at E3, they had the initial trailer come out like in mid-April or so, I think that would make more sense to me. I would like for it to come out. I want it to come out. If you're right, I'd be ecstatic, and I'd be like, when am I going to play that game? (laughs) I don't have time. Exactly. But uh, I don't know. It could go either way. Um, Todd Howard can take as long as he wants. Do you think think a game like Elder Scrolls Six would be scared of Red Dead Redemption. That's I think like it's, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, right there. I don't know because um, when Fallout came out, everybody was like, "Get out of their way," and some people didn't get out of their way and suffer yeah. the consequences. I'll say this: <clears throat> I think it depends on how it looks. Like when Elder Scrolls Five came out and they first showed that gameplay demo for the first time at Xbox's press conference, and then. Afterwards, they released that like 20 minute gameplay thing uh, with Todd Howard narrating. 
it just blew everyone's mind how well that game looked compared to the last one and other RPGs of that era, right? Mm-hmm. Then Fallout 4 came out, and I think people were expecting that there was going to be another significant jump, whereas instead they, of course, focused on the idea of finally giving your character a voice and, you know, having all those options and dialogue trees mapped out for your character. I think if they were to come out and release a trailer and it was more so about like something like that, the audio innovation as opposed to a graphical upgrade of the previous game where you could kind of see like, oh, hey, these issues that were here before don't look like they're as persistent in this version of the game. People might turn around and look at it and go, hmm, you know, they'll be excited. And, of course, the core Elder Scrolls ones, though, (laughs) would be excited. But it would be the kind of thing where then, like, when you look at Red Dead, I think, like, Red Dead has that advantage of, like, as great as that game looked in 2009, this one looks ten times better, right? Sure. So, you know, it's like... So you're suggesting maybe Todd Howard took a lot of notes from Fallout of Fallout 4? Yes, yes. I, I and think, so he might be taking an additional year. Yes, I think he very much listened. He's always shown that. Like, he listened a lot to notes that people had on Oblivion and a lot of the things people had problems with <laughs> Oblivion, even though it was a very well-received uh, game. Um, you know, that was what made them... Those were the things they focused on when they were working on Skyrim. So I definitely think that's probably his next big thing is to say, okay, might be time that we need to figure out if we need to build a new engine or just do a a major upgrade of what our engine is to give it new capabilities. Fair enough. Uh You're number four. Technically my number two. I went went down from five. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... Both Halo 6 and Gears 5 will be teased during the Microsoft press conference this year. But the surprise will be that neither game is going to be released during the typical holiday release window. Halo 6 will be released between March and May of 2019, while Gears of War 5 will release later that August. And I think, like, no one is doubting that Halo 6 is going to be revealed because it's been three years. You know, it's Microsoft's biggest uh, uh, surprise they can pull out any moment to make fan movies go, Aah! you know, so. That is an orgasmic noise, ba- yeah. ba- basically, ladies and gentlemen. Are you saying that Microsoft was not pleased with the sales of Halo 5 during the fall? No, I think it's more they've looked at the adjustment. I mean, one, they know that Master Chief will probably never be as popular as what he used to be in terms of sales for them. Lies. I mean, he's not going to... I, I do not see any sure, way yeah. where he m- moves like 15 million units again, right? But what he did can he move, move for five? Huh? What did he move I think for they sold like four to five million. So, Ooh, you know... Really? Yeah. You say, ooh, I mean, like, that's pretty much every Sony exclusive, right? Um, So, I kind of view it as... And it might have gotten higher over time. I have no idea. I kind of think they understand it's like, why release in the fall where pretty much every prime first-person shooter releases, right? You know, if I release in the fall, I have to worry about the fact that Battlefield's there, that uh, Call of Duty's there. If there's something else that just comes out of the blue that's major, right, it's there. Like Overwatch shows up or whatever. Why do that? 
why you know Sony has kind of shown this year it's like you don't need to put those games in the fall to make them sell put them out in the middle of nowhere and people will go buy them so if I'm Microsoft I'm like eh, let people go play some Call of Duty right now I get paid for that right uh, and some Battlefield and then you know what March next year by the way here comes Master Chief why don't you go catch up with an old friend of yours and on top of that, you can pay for nine or play for nine ninety nine <laughs> subscription, right? You know, so it, it's a win win for them, I think. And you definitely think we're going to see a Gears announcement? I that just feels I think like, so. That seems like yeah, you were you were living here mm-hmm. when they announced that, correct? So you haven't. It's been. I mean, it's been in. two years. Has it? Okay. And I kind of view it as. I think Microsoft needs to make a statement on exclusives. You know, and honestly, the thing is, I don't think they're going to have a lot of things ready to go. I mean, we all know that Forza Horizon 4 will probably be out this fall. I I don't think anyone's doubting that. Uh, I'm guessing Crackdown will be out this fall. Forza Horizon 3 was out last year. No, two years ago. Last fall was uh, Forza 7. They're pretty much doing it kind of like a... Annual. Yeah, biannual thing between the two. Um, so, you know, there's all those kinds of things, but I think it makes sense for them to say like, look, okay, Sony had the two big games of 2018, you know, at least, at least two of the big games in terms of God of War and probably either Spider-Man or as you said, Last of Us, let's say that we owned you know, 2019's two biggest exclusive titles with Gears and, and Halo. You know, I don't know if they'll come true, but it's worth the shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so number number five, and who knows if we'll stop there. Oh, we will. <laughs> Unless you got something. I, 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 I don't know if we've I don't know if we've managed to avoid each other so far. I guess, yeah, very okay. much. Um. I just said, well, I won't talk about Nintendo because John will talk about Nintendo. And I said, I won't talk about Bethesda because John will talk about Bethesda. And I won't talk about Last of Us. I pretty much just kind of like through the things I was like, John won't talk about Death Stranding. Click. I thought about it, but I thought I thought that's kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah. So I, Same you know, with like, you know, I was like, I'm not going to say anything on Assassin's Creed because I knew if you had a prediction, you definitely would put it on your list. Well, I have a collection of Nintendo predictions. Nintendo. But maybe I'll save them for my extra. No, no. You, you do what you want to do. All right. It's a it's kind of a group of them. Okay. Um, so. Well, actually just, okay. What the heck? Uh, for Nintendo, mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild will be getting an expansion slash sequel in mm. the vein of Majora's Mask. Mm. As as you recall, uh, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, Majora's Mask was a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time. Um, you know, incidentally, uh, will be Adventure of Link was a direct sequel to the original Zelda. It'll, I, gosh, I hope it's not weird. <laughs> um, Link Between Worlds is a sequel to. A link to the past. It is. You're yeah. right. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, it is. Yes. But not not involving the same character is kind of what I'm what I mean. Yeah. So that's kind of a wacky prediction that has virtually no prayer of being true, even though one could <laughs> hope. Um, just just love the content. As far as uh, two tiny predictions for Nintendo, um, 
I think Metroid Samus Returns is going to get a Switch port. It's going to be coming to, to Switch with uh, HD graphics. Um, and just and I'm, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I will buy that again. It is definitely going to come to Switch this year. This will be coming to Switch in the fall. And secondly, I'm sorry, thirdly, um, I think it's time for, speaking of uh, Zelda once again, a top-down Zelda Ooh. in the vein of um, Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds. I got to tell you. What does it come out on, though? Oh, it comes out on the Switch. Really? Yeah. You know why I'd actually say? What if they made one for <clears throat> freaking mobile? Ooh. You say ooh, but it wouldn't be that hard to do. That's not saying we hard to do. I just it's hard to picture playing. It's like that's almost like Mario Kart on on the on mobile. Like you know it's happening, but how the heck are they going to do it? But those are my predictions okay. for Nintendo. Um, plus, I think we're going to get something that nobody's expecting. Ooh. I don't think Metroid Prime is going to be a first-person shooter. I think it's going to be a third-person shooter. I don't agree. If they had any sense, they'd do that anyway. I don't agree with that. So that was my number four, kind of a kind of a Nintendo showcase. Okay. It's pretty cool. Is it? Don't lie to me. By four, you mean five? or Did I say four? I meant yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, on to your fifth or... First or first, whatever. First. <laughs> um, see, I figured I'd be the Microsoft fanboy for you. I almost went my... uh, Let's see if this one was what I was about to say. Uh, My final one, uh, Microsoft will tease a new Fable game. There you go. I almost almost brought that one up. And on top of that, I think the game will be a prequel to the first one taking place during the time of the Archon. Uh, John, I know you never played this. So, Mm -hmm. like, in the start of the first game, like, the idea is that it's in the old kingdom... And the old kingdom has had peace for a long time because of this guy who had the Archon, who had the Sword of uh, Ages or something. I can't remember the name of it. Um, But basically, it's like it had this corrupt power within it. So over time, it corrupted the land. And like you're the hero that's kind of trying to save it, right? So I think like this will actually go all the way back to the start of the old kingdom and actually show the Archons maybe ascend to, to power and maybe tell his story and maybe also give us the start of a where Teresa shows up in the game um but yeah I I really really hope that's true I know there's been rumors that the studio that does Forza Horizon has opened up a secondary group to to kind of work on this so Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you say like a logo or uh, a cinematic trailer if I had to bet it will be a voiceover of Teresa, and then we'll get a logo, and that'll be it. Okay. Maybe maybe they'll, I mean, of course, there could always just be a cinematic thing. 2020? Yeah. And especially, I don't know if it'll be 2020. It could be further out than that. But um, actually, it would be perfect. I would like to see, they always do these fun things with their games with chickens. Um, yeah, like, because, you know, it's that's the thing that's always been great about it is that it's an RPG, but it's an RPG with cheeky British humor in it. Um, so, like, you know, you do these things where it's like the chicken's trying to avoid not get cooked and it, you show 55 different ways how it escapes only to finally be like shot randomly at the end. You know, <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> I'd love to see something like that again. That would be really cool. But I, that might be something later. Peter Molyneux. Pierre Molyneux. Now, if they came back and said that he had returned to Microsoft and he was hanging this studio, then I'd be like, "Oh, I could swear he needs a. I could swear he needs a job." 
<laughs> I don't. He's know. got his own little group, does he? Uh, yeah, I think what it is like Pierre Molyneux is a great guy to come up with ideas. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily the greatest guy to actually run a studio. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love it if they said, like, look, Peter Molyneux consulted on this game, and I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of someone. I don't know, just someone from Microsoft Studios that maybe has a great history of doing well has come in and is going to actually oversee it. Or if they just brought some, I don't know, someone from outside Microsoft who has great pedigree. I don't know. Pedigree. Yeah. Peter Molyneux is cheeky. He is. Okay. He's very cheeky and promises a lot of things that don't end up being in his games. But, you know, (laughs) we love them all the same. So do you have any fun ones that you... We're thinking of if I was gonna make like zany things, um, not even that, just stuff you were like. <laughs> PlayStation Five happen. will be announced. It will yeah. cost seven thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> one one of them that that popped into my head, um, and it's the only one I have left, so we're good. It's time for Rocksteady to tell us what they're up to. I, yeah, I thought about that. Um, I think if they show up, it's a Superman game. I think it will finally be. It just makes sense since they're WB. I, I look. I'm a brilliant guy. Yeah, you know that. I can't figure out how to make a Superman game work. Who were your enemies? <sighs> See the way they. I, I would think Superman they're. I, Returns, I would think they're one, working on a Wonder Woman game or something like that. Superman Returns the game actually had the right idea of what to do in that instance. Um, it just was a really terrible put together game, so it didn't work. But like the idea of that game was, you know, yes, as you said, like when you fight things, of course, Superman is invulnerable. You know, he's freaking Superman unless mm-hmm. you got Kryptonite. Um, so what they did was they made it more about the health of the city and the people, and you trying to get things done before you know, like it's kind of like you know, hey, you got a timer to get this this thing that needs to be done like whether you know like you're picking up a rock and moving it to the other side of a city or whatever you know to stop a dam or to form a dam or something from a huge river that's going to flood the area or like this building's on fire and you literally need to save everyone out of that building um or get this cat out of this tree Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know like all those things are there or you could just make it you could bring in some of the big bads if you wanted i don't know I don't know. Wonder like Woman it, would be a good idea. Flash would be a good idea. Yeah. Ooh, Flash would be a yeah. good idea. Flash would be fun. It seems to me that if you put that game mechanic in where you're basically mm-hmm. you're the 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 win or lose is based on who you help and how you help, how fast you help. Mm-hmm. It just seems like that puts the I mean, cuz that's an interesting aspect of Superman. It's like you have the burden of hearing everything and Correct. being and being able to help so few. That's the best scene of that Superman yeah, Returns it's like, movie. Well, yeah, he's like, I can't help in, you yeah. know all these people. You say, what was it? That's like a painful. Takes, that's got to be a said? pain for him. When he takes her up there, he's like, you say they don't want a god, yet I hear them crying for one every day. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, that's Superman. That's so, I love that. That was, that was Superman is will always be number one in my heart. Mm-hmm. Always. Flash close second. Batman. Spider Man. Batman forever, quote unquote. Yeah. Martha. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, okay. You want to do some news? If we must. All right. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. 
news. News. Yeah. We did that well. I I wanted to make Sean proud. Yeah. Why can't you Sean, do that every Sean. week? Who's Sean? It's like he's becoming a blur. Yeah, he's just a memory. Maybe he's he's part of the half that didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, by the way, I, I want to apologize in advance for these notes. They might read funny. They I was always do. I was multitasking. Uh. I was cooking dinner. I was figuring out. A lot out what, of excuses. I was, I was coming trying right to now. figure out what was wrong with Microsoft last night. Yeah, I was vacuuming. <laughs> I was like, John, the servers are down. It happens. Just, just calm down. I just didn't understand the um, no. It, nobody, not even Microsoft, was updating hmm. the way they usually do. That's true. They're usually on top of that. Yeah, it was like did it, it resolve itself very quickly? Um, about an hour later, hour and a half later, I logged hmm. back in and it was fine. But I thought, I thought I corrupted my system or something. I'm like, Aiden, did you do anything weird? Because <laughs> he's the one that's been playing Fortnite on, yeah, that's on true. the system. So. Blame the boy. Uh, first up, Ubisoft hints at an unannounced franchise title. A recent earning report from Ubisoft references an unannounced franchise title. The report doesn't offer more details than that, but mentions it's alongside sequels for The Crew 2 and Division 2. It's also known that the game could be coming prior to March 31st of 2019. Many are speculating a return of Splinter Cell. See, great minds think alike. I even read your notes before I wrote this. Not only that, <laughs> but you have to hand it to Ubisoft for keeping this one yeah. a secret. That's true. That's true. Of course, Watch it'll, it'll, be it'll like, leak in, it'll yeah. leak tomorrow. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> With trailers. Uh, <laughs> Skull and Bones delayed. Speaking of Ubisoft, they announced today that the uh, delay, the delay of Skull and Bones during its earning report, saying, "quote It has decided to give it, or they have decided to give itself more time to develop." Skull and Bones to offer players an even more engaging experience. The pirate naval game will now have a release window of 2019 to 2020. According to creative director Justin Ferrari, uh, or is it Freire? I'm not sure. Either's fine. Yeah. Uh, the goal is to build a shared systematic open ocean that captures the essence of the pirate fantasy and is full of activities. The game promises to have a product filled with lore and stories. Did you find that to be somewhat of a backhanded shot at Sea of Thieves? Yeah, a little bit. That is, yeah, that is a <laughs> filled bit. with lore, lore and, and stories, stories, which is the one thing I wish Sea of Thieves had from the get-go. That is true. Yeah, it's like Otherwise, make your own stories. Yeah. They're very different games. I'm not too surprised, though, because I think they understand that this could be their next huge, huge uh, cash cow. In terms be. of, like, you know, it can be in the vein of uh, the the fighting game and, and then also Rainbow Six. And so, plus, you know what they did? That they added, for Honor, that's what I'm thinking of. What they did was they added, well, they're working on a vast ocean battle royale game. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be very funny. They're just chasing each other. <laughs> you know, John, I'm proud of you here because you managed to put all the Ubisoft news together. I tried to remember the Look snarkiness yeah. last week, and you know, we 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 know if we just keep abusing you, you eventually <laughs> break. Kind of like, right. like that one right now. Look where she's staying. At took least you, for, took yeah. you three times. I know, right? Uh, the Division Two. The Division sequel will arrive before April 2019. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft revealed the time frame during its earning report. 
uh, earnings report. E3 is set to be the game's big unveiling. See, that was why I predicted that with like Splinter Cell, that I think it's more likely to be the fall, is because I would I would bank money that Division Two will kind of try to do what it did before, which was they released like either late February or early March. So I could see them doing the same again this year. I'm excited to see this demo. Um, because, I hope it's good. I mean, we we know what happens. History tells us what happens when Ubisoft pays attention. That is true. And Division was so good in its own way for a little while. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, it still has a massive following. So mm-hmm. hopefully this will bring more people in. It could It could even bring me in. Ooh, yeah, I don't sure, like right? so because you got to be with people. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. hate people. I don't know. I, I I hope it's good. I I'm wondering unless they really have a really big reveal that just pulls people. Um, if it just looks like the division and like, hey, this is just going to be a new thing for the division. I'm wondering how many people are going to return because part of me thinks people came in and they wanted to check it out and we were all pretty high on it starting out and then like it, the grind at the end just wasn't that fun. And it kind of crapped out for everyone. Everyone went back to playing destiny. I thought you kind of ran out of things to do. Once you did it, once you pinnacled it, unless you wanted to do PVP dark zone stuff, which, you know, you could work all night and then just lose everything The division two battle Royale. (laughs) That, that actually could, I could see that being in there. Um, but Mario battle Royale, it, it, it's just going to be interesting to me to see how many people kind of come back because you see Destiny 2 is having some issues right now in terms like people seem to maybe be going past it. I'm sure it will be fine in the end, but it may not be as big as maybe they're hoping it would be sure. unless they mm-hmm. really, really impress. Yeah. Um, 2K <laughs> delays a major franchise. Let's just be called <laughs> delay news. <laughs> I know. This yeah, week. it yeah. really is. Um, That's kind of, they get delays out of the way before yeah. you go to E3. Yeah, well, always get your bad news out of the mm, way before right. the, yeah. the good stuff comes. <clears throat> uh, 2K delays a major franchise. One of the biggest franchises from publisher 2K has been delayed until 2020, so not even next year or the year <clears throat> after. Uh, parent company Take-Two Interactive Software released the information during its latest earning report, revealing that a game was set to be released this physical year has been pushed back. It's been speculated this is either Borderlands or Bioshock. We were expecting Borderlands would appear at E3 until Randy Pitchford shot that down. This could be the most likely reason. I think, personally, it's Bioshock. Do you? Yeah, just because it's a new... Remember, it's a new studio. Completely new people working on this. You know, it's not the... uh, It's not what you call Ken Levine's game. And I could see them saying... Look, when we bring that back, we want it to be right. Borderlands, while I'm sure they're definitely trying to make it as good as they can, you know that a lot of the systems in that game are there. You know it's the same studio working on the work for the the last two. I definitely wasn't expecting that Borderlands would be out this year. You know, I, I'm kind of more thinking next year, but uh, uh, who I'm knows? Com- I'm completely the opposite on this. I thought Borderlands, to me... And I could be imagining this. A few months back, we'd read that Bioshock, the studio behind Bioshock, was it Kotaku who broke it? Was talking about this Bioshock game that that um, what's his name, the journalist, um, Jason, Jason Schreier. Schreier, was witnessing. 
the game that nobody would talk about. Yeah. But it was like at the mo at that time, people were just throwing things at the wall, seeing what would stick. Mm-hmm. So that seemed like a title that was way further down, never had a chance of being revealed at E3 this year. Borderlands would have been the one they revealed. And the fact that this is, <clears throat> Randy Pitchford said this is not happening at E3, mm-hmm. sort of magically, you know, maybe not in everybody's mind, but in some ways, you know, sets the sets the stage for Rage 2 to come out and just kind of fill the void Possible. that people were kind of itching for. Even though I, you know, I heard that that game got some mixed reaction on YouTube. Uh, so, Rage did? Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't. <clears throat> it looked, it looked I, really I don't cool. think. Rage two to me, outside of aesthetic, I don't think will will do what people are looking for. Mm. What they get out of Borderlands, Borderlands is so much more humorous and and like you know just the idea of like the, it's that Diablo thing of guns, right? Like you're consistently grinding to find the next big gun with the stats that are so much better and are perfect for your build, right? Sure. And like I don't think Rage is going to be that. Rage is probably going to be more about raping and pillaging. Uh, <laughs> as 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 the way Bethesda is, I, you know, it, but it, it kind of does that borderlines vibe where it's post-apocalyptic. Everybody's yeah. wearing shoulder pads and spiky hair. It's like, what was it somebody said on a podcast? Where do they get all the gel in the post-apocalyptic universe? That's important. <laughs> it's like, what what is this? Like, that's the one thing that survives. Motor, motor grease or something? Yeah, they're just like, look, we've got all this gel <laughs> and we've grease. got like fifty-five thousand weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask questions. Uh, GTA Five, good God! GTA Five is on its way to a new milestone with 95 million copies sold. Uh, I like how you just wrote 95 copies. Oh shoot! I didn't. I'm sorry. See, I told you. I I figured it out though because (laughs) I think you're like this new milestone of just failing. It's only got 95 (laughs) copies sold. Uh, The news was announced during Take Two's quarter four earnings call. Take Two attributes the success. Of this game to the continued release of free content with GTA Online delivering its biggest year for sales of in-game currency. I think that's like right here. You can already tell. Everyone forgets like GTA 4 had an online and it was kind of an idea but didn't quite work out. And then Red Dead Redemption had an online and it dominated and it was huge, huge, uh, which led to them doing the un dead nightmare stuff was a lot of it because they just saw like oh this fan base is sticking around let's give them some new content get more money right um yeah and then of course gta 5 took it to a new stratosphere with online and kind of showed like oh hey yeah you can put something out here uh that's attached to a 60 dollar game and doesn't cost anything to actually play but people will gladly pay you tons of money still uh, just to buy stuff as long as you just keep giving them new free content to to play. So I'm willing to bet with this news of like how much it's had, I guarantee Red Dead Redemption 2 will have a very elaborate online. There will be Red Dead online and it will be something in this vein. Always bringing it back to Red Dead. Got to, man, because, you know, everyone's so, running from it. So um, is it Take-Two the who owns 2K or the other way around? Take two, I think it's owns, Take Two owns owns 2K, and then Rockstar just uses them for publishing. It's so funny to me when you have a title that has sold ninety five. I mean, million. look in the mirror and say that ninety five million copies, and that's only the copies. Yeah, 
That's not the cosmetics. That's not the online. That's well, it's free. John, there's it's free stuff. There's less than 400 million people in this country. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. But point being, number one, is it now time? And maybe people consider it this way. I don't know. But is it time to consider to take two interactive on the par with EA and Activision? Sure. It's like, gee, they've already been up there. Have you guys ever sold 95 million copies of anything? Yeah, I mean, I've always thought um, they were up there because they've they've had NBA 2K for forever, you yeah. know, which is just a money maker. And, and taking it back to Bioshock or Borderlands or whatever the heck they are, they're yeah. delaying. When you're Take Two Interactive and mm. you've sold that many copies, you can delay anything exactly. you want for the next ten years exactly. because you are you are riding high on. I mean, I think last month it was still in the top five. Sure. Yeah, it's pretty in, much. It, if it's, it's, it's not in the a core, top, it's in the top five. Whenever there's not a hot new release, like yeah, when we're outside when it's, holiday, when, when it when there's a hot new release, it's still in the top freaking ten. Yes, it's ridiculous. It'll and be interesting. I gamers mean, should be ashamed of themselves. Is it going to be really <laughs> weird? Like when when starting next year, you start seeing like every month, like Red Dead Redemption Two is number five, and then like GTA Five is like number nine on the list. No kidding. Then then will we just be like? Do they own the world now? <laughs> I mean, I can imagine that in, I don't know, how you would study this this game. I mean, people should study this game from a marketing perspective in college. True. It's like, how did they get to this point? How do you, what is the strategy? Is it just dumb luck? I don't think so. It's called $500 million, John. Well, and that's another point. Six mm-hmm. billion, the last time people counted, six billion dollars sure. this game alone has sold. Mm-hmm. Or generated, or generated, or generated yeah. money for, and it's like you make a fantastic game right off the bat, but you dump free content all yeah. the time. It's just they, to their credit, I mean, Rockstar is. This was to a, me, this Rockstar was a single Nintendo player game live, right off the jump. Rockstar and Nintendo are, are very much aligned in the way they develop games. The only difference is just that the amount of money and you know size and scope they're willing to go to is probably a little bit bigger than what Nintendo usually aims for. Nintendo is like, no, no, we have this great idea, and we're going to make sure it's done to the best it can. Whereas like Rockstar is like, we're doing a game about L.A., and we're not just going to do a simple game about L.A. Like, no, 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 we are doing a game completely about Americana in California, and we're going to hit every little aspect from the countryside to the hood side to the celebrity side to, you know, the far crazy liberal side, you know, whatever. If you can think about it, something that can be satired by them in that world, they put it all in there. And then on top of that, that's just the content side. You know, then you talk about all the mechanics and different systems as far as gameplay of what you can do in there. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think they don't want you ever to go like, oh, well, it'd be cool if you could also do this. They're like, well, here it is. It's in there. Mm -hmm. You know, just just go play. Have fun. Give us money. I just hate (laughs) I just hate the aesthetic of that game. Well, go play it. I know. Jeez. Jeez. You're the one guy. <laughs> the one guy. You're literally the one guy. Metro Exodus delayed. Oh, man. Here we go. I feel like this is just called delayed news this week. God. THQ Nordic has announced that Metro Exodus has been pushed back to a release date of Q1 next year. Biomutant and Darkside, uh, Darksiders 3 may also be facing delays. The two are still under evaluation for setting a release date. It looks like our holiday is becoming less stressful by the day. I think this all makes sense, and I think it's a good idea, especially on their part, because, again, 
this is kind of like Halo, even more so than Halo. Metro Exodus has the potential to be a really cool game. But you go, you go like, if that game comes out in September or October, it's going to drown. Yeah. It's just, and it doesn't deserve to drown. No, but it'll drown. Put it out in January, put it out in April, whatever. I don't care. You can make a lot of money off of that. And same with like, you know, Darksiders. Yeah. Biomune and Darksiders could, you know, if they're going to have any success, there's no reason for them to be in, in the holiday. So makes sense. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until I, put down these notes that um and maybe this is a recent acquisition but i didn't know thq nordic had metro exodus i had no idea yeah it might be that they um that they're the publisher yeah, i guess maybe so but yeah. they've got they are building a portfolio sure there's like in a um, very short amount of time and i'm hoping i you know i want darksiders so bad this fall mm-hmm. but maybe it is for the it, best yeah i don't think that would be a good time for I mean, it, it was out. featured on ign over a year ago sure sure so i actually think it was like, the darksiders was their preview of the month well i don't know how they what do they what they do for that but it was i actually would think like a game like darksiders honestly i think would be beneficial being like being the kind of game and if i was th new uh, THQ Nordic, I would actually be the one to say this is going to be our new strategy in the sense that they say we are going to own the summer because it's the last free space that no one has really gone out there outside of a few times. And yeah. you could say like, okay, middle of July, here comes Dark Sires 3. You know, and then early August, here's Metro Exodus. Boom. You're good to go. I mean, if it's ready, I'd dump it in July. Sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, like, not even if it's this year. If it's next year, I don't know. Um, no. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Square Enix has yet to reveal the final release date, but it looks like we won't have to wait too much longer for that. <laughs> Franchise uh. director Tetsuya Nomura. Nomura? Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah, that word. Uh, TST and his team plan to reveal Kingdom Hearts, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3's release date in just a couple of weeks. Quote, we do plan to announce the release date early next month. We are making final last-minute adjustments, and we are pretty firm on a certain date, so we hope to reveal it next month. We're all looking forward to find out what date in 2025 this game will come out. That's accurate. I mean, like I, they say these things, but, I mean, Final Fantasy... It's got to be canceled. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy 15 got how many release dates and, and delays after they announced it, huh? Hey man, whenever you're ready, just release the game. We understand. Yeah. It's it's all. It, I always forget, and I shouldn't. I should know better. What a just a huge fan base huge. this series has. It really does. It's ridiculous. Yeah, People in a are, good way. Yes. I don't mean ridiculous in a negative way. I don't think we'll see a new game from Square Enix that's not called Tomb Raider for like the next four years. Personally, <laughs> but that's just me. And Andrew dies inside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for Final Fantasy VII remake, but I don't expect it until I'm forty. Yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves DLC. Microsoft and Rare have revealed that Sea of Thieves' first real expansion, The Hungering Deep, will arrive on May 29th. The first trailer for the free content expansion. Uh, has a one-eyed pirate telling of ancient dangers in the deep that the earliest seafaring folks learned how to summon. This is the first of many major content drops to come. The team has been hard at work since releasing patches to fix bugs and content. That's good. I'm still um, rooting for this game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it could be a game. 
I mean, like I saw a piece on there. Uh, what was it? Polygon last mm-hmm. week where it was talking about like say, hey, Sea of Thieves is happy that those who don't care about Sea of Thieves have moved on because it's just made that world so much better because, you know, it's not just people going out there and trolling. It's like, from my understanding, it's got a really great community of people. Who is this are, something that Rare said? No, no, like this was a... It was just a headline. It was, it was just, yeah, it was an article that okay. Polygon. I guess there's a guy there who's really enjoying the game and keeps playing. So, uh, this is cool right here. I, uh, yeah. I like this. Xbox Adaptive Controller. Xbox has unveiled a new controller designed for gamers with limited mobility or conditions that make gaming with traditional controllers difficult. According to Phil Spencer's quote... For gamers with limited mobility, finding controller solutions to fit their individual needs has been challenging. The solutions that exist today are often expensive, hard to find, or require significant technical skill to create. A number of individuals and and organizations are creating custom solutions, but it's been difficult for them to scale when most rigs need to be personalized. The controller will work with common adaptive switches and third-party devices that gamers can or with limited mobility may already own. It also has two large built-in pads or buttons that can be reprogrammed to act as any standard controller button input by using the Xbox Accessories app. So apparently this all started um, because when they released the Elite controller, you know, the Elite controller, you can kind of change out the sticks and the the pads and all that. And you can also program all the buttons as to what you want. Mm -hmm. Apparently a lot of people with the disabilities were buying that controller. They found out. Yeah. And that was the reason why, like, as they found like, okay, Hey, you know, I can tweak this and this, I can put these paddles on here and it's going to help me as far as control. And I think Microsoft saw that there was a potential, you know, uh, need and, you know, wanting, for this so they said okay well let's make something that's exclusively designed for that as opposed to just something that is partially designed like and you see like if you look at it it's kind of like a a big board and like the back side there's all sorts of inputs that you can plug in for different controllers so like you could actually i think like they showed one picture of like the person had a wii nunchuck controller thing Right, you know, like the little stick, yeah, and that was plugged in. That was what he was using, you know, to actually guide the character. And he has, um, he doesn't have a left hand, so mm-hmm. that's why he was using like the big button for like A or B or whatever for the oh, big two buttons. I got there. you. Okay, yeah. now I'm starting to visually see, yeah, how it can. So it's more versatile than just the exactly. Pad. You can plug in like all these kind of accessories <clears throat> that I guess are very common in that community that are already available, and I guess a lot of people own it's just like here's the switchboard to make it all to come bear come together to one cohesive design you know fluidity be be darned about the the e3 press conference i hope phil spends some time on this sure i want to see it mm-hmm. whether it's whether it, it it's it is viewed as some buzzkill or it drags the show a little bit i think it's i think it's something i want to see or at least i, I want to see more reports on it if they bring it out to the floor you want to see that? I want to see below. I would really like to see some gameplay for below. And Remind me. Uh, it's a game that has been in development for a while. That's got a lot of hype. Pl- clearly not. If I don't know about it. Well, I think you don't I know, know anything. <laughs> below. You, you apparently don't think Red no, Dead's a big it's deal. Uh, is it an indie game? Uh yeah. I mean, it's I exclusive to Microsoft. But it's the folks who. Uh, 
They've done a lot of mobile and other things like mm. that, but mm. it's got a lot of hype behind it. Cool. Uh, visual enhancements for Master Chief. Halo, the Master Chief collection is being updated to add visual enhancements to make use of the power of the Xbox One XXXX. 255 million teraflops. That's this week. Right. Uh, 343 Industries revealed that in addition to the full visual enhancement suite, uh, including HDR support, the team is overhauling and modernizing the collection with a UI refresh. That's pretty cool. Yep. They're like, hey, people play this. <laughs> Let's make it cooler. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, Call of Duty campaign. A new report sheds light on why there may be no single-player campaign uh, coming to Black Ops 4 this year. A report from True Achievements has revealed that on Microsoft platforms, Call of Duty players have a low story participation average. Most of the Call of Duty games were studied on average around 20 to 30% of players finishing the main story uh, campaign on average. Just to clarify, that's an average from... The first yeah. Call of Duty all the way to now. Sure. Some are higher. Like, I think World War II had a <laughs> right at a 30% finish rate sense. for Call of Duty World War II. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised by this at all. Black Ops series is pretty high. Yeah, they've they've been the better ones. Um, I'm not too surprised by that. Like, as I've said, I believe before, like, you know, there's a reason why Respawn, when they went to go create Titanfall, tried to make something without a campaign in it. And it was because they had seen what the data says, you know, um, even like, you know, I know how you get upset with halo because like the campaigns aren't nearly as long as like the first game was, um, or really the first two games. I was only talking about five. I've always been satisfied with the other campaigns. It's just, but like, you know, I'm sure it's like I said, like if you ask Microsoft, they're like, well, yeah, it's six hours and every hour we tack onto it probably cost a ton more money that we could be putting into, the thing that actually is probably going to make us the most money and is probably played the most by the players. Right. So it's what I want. Yeah. It's about what I want. But I mean, they, they, uh, they revealed a lot of stuff for this game. So it definitely looks like, you know, with all the different modes that are coming in it, that it's not going to be lacking content. Hmm. There's going to be a lot to do there. It's just, it, I'm sure their idea is like, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to do zombies? Do you want to do regular Call of Duty? Do you want to try something that's you know more of a battle royale? Well, here's all those things for you. And dude, is it, it my old man brain? Forgive me. Is it definitely confirmed? Yeah, there they is it. no. Yeah, there's like a. I think there's, most, no there's like some sort of online mission thing, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what they said. It's understandable. Um. Anyways, gameplay features for Black Ops 4, specialist roles, and other familiar features are coming back for the multiplayer mode. There will also be changes in movement, health regeneration, and game pacing. Thrust jumps and wall jumping will not be, or I'm sorry, wall running will not be in Black Ops 4. Quote, we all love the feel Black Ops 3 provided us in terms of fluidity and movement and control, but we believe that more grounded tactical experience can happen without slowing down the player. I'm guessing that's uh, one of the concessions they've had to make for this uh, this new, uh, basically, Battle Royale mode. I mean, you you think, like, yeah, if you give everyone all this fluidity, it just it makes it a lot harder in terms of design. <clears throat> and it's a lot easier to do when it's a small map as opposed to what will probably be the largest map they've ever made. Uh, so it makes sense. Cool. Yeah. 
Mario Tennis demo is on the way. A demo for Mario Tennis Aces will be coming to the eShop this week following a three-day online multiplayer tournament. The tournament is set to kick off Friday, June 1st and run through June 3rd. The demo will allow you to choose between Mario, Peach, Yoshi, and Bowser to compete in online multiplayer matches. The official release date is set for June 22nd, 2018. That wasn't the last one, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was. That's what you end with. You end with Mario Tennis, and you didn't even tell me. By the way, finally this week. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. That wasn't intentional. <laughs> finally this week. If, if Mario you, Tennis is a game. We'll say finally this week. Yeah, finally this week. Hey, <laughs> if you didn't know, there's a Red Dead trailer out there. Oh, yeah. But I also forgot to put on this. Uh, and, and by the way, I don't, I don't know. I didn't get clarification whether that demo drops by the time people hear this podcast mm-hmm. or if it drops Friday. But um, yeah, I, I'm feeling like it drops Friday because the tournament starts June 1st. Okay. Of next week. No, I got... I got Isn't it like I'm a thinking, beta? The demo, yeah. It's a demo. Yeah. Ah. But um, anyway, um, I forgot to put this in the show notes. There's a new Castlevania-like game. What is it? Um the one that's by the original creator yes. that's coming out. Dang, what the heck is it called? Blood something. Bloodstained. Yeah. Curse of the Moon. Yeah, I heard a this trailer. was this was a stretch goal for mm-hmm. for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Mm-hmm. In other words, this is I, I've looked at the trailer. I'm happy to play it. Looks like a clone of Castlevania Three. See, you say all this now, and then Mighty Number no. Nine reminds you what can happen. <laughs> Jeez. Like, look, it looks just like Mega Man. It's not, <laughs> but it's supposed to. Uh, it's either supposed to come out um, by the time they hear this, or Friday. I feel like I've said that before, but this was a stretch goal for the Kickstarter for what is coming out um, later this year. Mm. Um, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is kind of a remake of yeah. Uh, Symphony of the Night. How Konami, I hope it's good. How Konami has not sued about this, I don't know. Probably because they used a they completely the, different engine and, you know. This looks exactly like Castlevania 3. Yeah. What's coming out this week? I mean, if it's, new it's, got, art it's got a guy with whips. It got, it, there's there's a guy that trademark she, well, whips. I mean, I can make... I can make <laughs> I could make a it's Mario. Not, it's, it's, it's like, for instance, I could make a Mario game as long as he isn't exactly like Mario, right? Like, it's you not know? maybe trademarked, but it's yeah. clearly defined as intellectual property sure. and assets. We're looking at assets and intellectual property. Maybe because they don't own Dracula, right? Yeah. yeah maybe but this is, I mean, this isn't even Dracula. It's some yeah. sort of demon. Maybe also because Konami Dracula's is just more concerned about other things. That's what they're focused on. It's obviously not games. They're definitely not concerned about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, there's truth in that. Uh, you ready to wrap this up? Should I say never? You, someone has to. Never. Um, we ain't got no emails. <laughs> I, need, I need a shower. Y'all drop the freaking ball this week. No emails. Speaking of emails, though, I, I mean, I don't mean emails. to speak out of turn, but I'd love to hear our listeners' 
top five predictions for E3. We've got a couple yeah. of weeks before that happens, just, so I'd just, love to hear what you have to say. You, Send you, us your emails. Tell us what you predict would happen, or heck, even what you hope happens. Yeah. Right? There's no. Or wrong your answers. wildest dreams. Yeah. No wrong answers, guys. There's not. Well, I mean, there will be wrong answers, but you no, know, there's no wrong. Dreams. No such thing. Um. If you want to write those in, you can do so at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Sean's going to hate me, but I'm going to attempt to go through these Twitter uh, notifications that we got. I'm not really sure how he does it, but I'm just going to start looking at things. And if I see something that uh, looks like us, um, let's see. Frederick T. and the Island start following us on May 20th. That's cool. I like to think the Island from Lost is what that is. I don't know. <laughs> Um, let's see. Are we being followed by Baltimore County? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, maybe not. Oh, oh let me do mentions. There we go. Okay. <laughs> foreplay did a, <laughs> apparently foreplay did a thing with Kevin Hart looking at us. Um, and what also did, said they wish said. the, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just looking at these things. I don't know how this works. Um, yeah, Sean's better at this. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. Let's he just see. has a flow to it. Oh, okay. So and so liked us, liking you back. Yeah, I can't do this. Oh, <laughs> uh, insane! Cynthia Gaming said, "Oh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for the shoutouts. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem." Yeah. Insane, Cynthia, uh, Sither Gamer, Gaming, whatever that is. Um, let's see. Keep going down here. I don't know what else is here. Julia apparently says thanks for the shout out. I don't know when we did that, but we did. Um, let's see. We're boring people. I know. This is why we have Sean do this, this because he Sean actually thinks it. to look at it before we uh, start. Um, let's Who's see. Got- Brandon said what we thought a PS4 would look like in 2006. Thought you might dig this given the PS5 hype and speculation as of late. Yeah, it definitely looks very... I, I remember this, this concept, what? like where it was like this clear um, thing. Like, you Lord. know, yeah. like And it was only like a very slim uh, device connecting. Looks like something um, from Portal. Let's see. Mario and Lando show said, please have John swear more. Just a response Chris made knowing he has to edit was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> and then he attached a picture of Rick looking very hungover. John, if you do that, I will end you. Um, <laughs> Josh says Rick and Morty lips and dead on as far as what the guy looks like. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Because our buddy, uh, I cannot remember names right now. I'm so, so, so sorry. Uh, re- released his picture that he uh, sent us last week of his concept art it's a portrait yeah it's, it's a supposed portrait. to he, he wants to animate us for for youtube videos of some of our skits and uh he put it up there and yes he gave us rick and morty lips except for john for whatever reason john just looks manacle i look evil and it's just saying nine 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 which is really weird <laughs> which is kind of what sean's been doing he's yeah. the nine 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 guy he he always has been uh chapman says got caught up on last week's episode yesterday i'm very concerned with your lunching habits i think it was from last week i think oh, the, beat, the burger king crew. Yeah, yeah yeah we're concerned I'm, too um but yeah if you want to follow us on twitter and hear sean read these a lot better when he gets back next week you can do so by following us at weekly games chat on twitter you can also find us on facebook we are on the book faces also at weekly games chat and 
You can find us on podcast services all around the globe. Just about all of them. And you know what? If they've got a rating system, you can drop us a review. Mm-hmm. And uh, it will help people find the show. But this has been episode 154. I think we're at 154. Pretty sure that's right. Of weekly games chat. I just want to say, I think people walk away from this show thinking, and, and it's true, mm-hmm. three ways are better. Yeah. I mean, it's not gay if you're in a three way. As Never long as there's a honey that. in the middle, there's some leeway. Never think that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Normally, I don't get down with dudes, but this is a special occasion Mm -hmm. because you're my best friend through thick and thin. So let's make a triple connection. (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Right. (laughs) Thank you, Lonely Island. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyways, until next week, Sean, wherever you are, game on and we love you. John, game on. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. Mm, Game on, Bay. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Bug life. That works. <laughs> <laughs>